Welcome to No Cartridge Audio. My name is Trevor Strunk, Hagelbon on Twitter, and I have with me today actually a friend of mine who I think we met via the podcast, but it feels like we've we were just saying we've been talking for about like three years now. I don't know exactly when we met, but uh, uh, his name is uh, Vinicius Machado. Uh, he is uh, uh, Brazilian, and he is here to talk to us about uh, Kentucky Route Zero. Uh, Vinicius, it's really nice to have you here. Hey, Trevor. Yeah, uh, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's really it's it's really been a lot of time, right? I was thinking about, like, I remember asking you advice about uh, activism and stuff when I started out. It's oh weird. wow, yeah, that's a wow, that's a while ago. Yeah, um, I, ho- I hope I gave you okay advice. I, yeah, I can't imagine. It, uh, okay. it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't really uh, like okay, how do I make a Molotov uh, <laughs> cocktail? <laughs> but uh, really it was more bad. like theory stuff. You did. Uh, you did recommend me uh, Rancière, and I fucking hated it, though. <laughs> oh, Rancière's terrible. No, I don't. No, Rancière's bad. Um, I, uh, pro- I, I, if I, if I suggested that to you, it may have been just like in my mind saying like, well, here he's got to read the wrong stuff too. And that was that was <laughs> no. Rude of you me. gave that me was, heads up. That, you gave me. I don't know if there's much there, but you should take a look. <laughs> yeah, that's that was a nice way of putting. <laughs> I think yeah, you could basically read like the the if anyone's curious about reading Rancière, uh, just like the the intro to the ignorant schoolmaster, uh, and then just like nothing else, uh, you're good to go. Uh, <laughs> you you got it all at that point. Um, but yeah, no, I um, it's it's really cool to have you on, and uh, and it's just it's really cool to be able to talk about this because I mean we both have been really excited about this game uh, yeah. for a while, and really excited about it finishing up. I, I wrote something on it, but I haven't talked about it yet on here. Uh, yeah, I just finished reading it. It's really good. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, it's on EGM or Electronic Gaming Monthly. If anyone is curious, uh, and thank you very much. But uh, uh, you just finished it, and uh, and like. Um, I don't know. I want to. I want to let you have the first say on this. Uh, Kentucky Route Zero. Um, uh, discuss. Uh, fuck my favorite <laughs> game. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I finished it a few uh, like three, four hours ago, so it's still pretty okay. fresh in my mind. I Great. have been playing it. Uh, I feel like I bought the game when Act Three was out, and Act Four was like a few months, so probably 2016, like early okay. 2016. Uh, and I took the chance now, like, okay, this is going to come out. I'm going to replay everything. And uh, it's been a wild ride. I, I think, like, uh, you mentioned, like, the the, tweet, uh, the tweets I was doing. Like, going through this again yeah. was an experience. Like, especially, like, after uh, three, four years, uh, it really fits with your article, actually. Uh, how, mm. like, uh, how it changes a lot. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, you, like, I think. Um, so, by the way, if you're not following Vinicius, you should. Uh, he's at uh, at underscore v r m a c h a d o. Um, and if anyone's Portuguese and remarking on how I'm butchering his name, I'm I'm coming as close as I can. <laughs> he's and, doing uh, great. I, he's doing great. Oh, um, enough, oh, thank you. I, that was mostly an apology to yeah, you. Yeah, I. Um, but uh, uh, okay. you had Pedro Paiva here. Like, uh, if you like that episode, yeah. I'm friends with him. We've done uh, oh. organizing together, and uh, that's he's fantastic. Stuff, so. Yeah, he's really hello, cool. Pedro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great guest. Um, but yeah, so like uh, noticing your tweets on it and thinking about it, like uh, where like you say like um, like you say like the the um, 
uh, just like two hours ago when you finished it, uh, your tweet is, the ending was just beautiful. I don't have anything to say. I just want to play it again. Uh, wow, I loved this. And I think like that's exactly how I felt when I finished the game. God, it's you like, really picked you kinda, my like, worst tweet about it. You had oh, to. Oh, no, no, no. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like your act, but it's like the best way of thinking about it, where it's just yeah. like, you just kind of sit back and it's just like, man, that's wild. Yeah, like, that I... That was something. During the replay, I try to, as much as possible, to take some time between the acts and interludes, usually like at mm. least one day between each. Mm. Uh, in a really ironic fashion, uh, the hardest part was to get to play uh, Act 5 in time to record this. Because nah. uh, <laughs> yeah, a bunch no, of work I, stuff. I know how that goes. And like I was, I was rushing to beat it um, uh, when I was playing, uh, when I was writing. Like I was rushing to right. get to, to Deadline and I was like... This feels like the worst one to rush. Um, like, it's just like, it's, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think this is, none of the acts really feel like you should be rushing it, right? But, like, Act 5 feels like one where it's like, there's so much going on. It feels like you should yeah. luxuriate in it a little um, bit. I feel like th that's, uh, I'm curious to see how the reception is going to be. Because I felt that Act 4 uh, had a bit of a... Uh, uh, people didn't like that it was like super dense and especially linear, which I think is what's mm. gonna be here. Um, yeah, it's weird because uh, I think it's like so fitting that the last two acts are are where you lose agency. I do it's, too. Um, no, no, I was gonna say talk about that a little bit because like the the concept of like agency in this game is something that's fascinating to me, particularly in terms of like uh, you know it's. When I started playing it, like I think I started it when Act One and Two were out, right. and I came back to it when Act Three was out. And like I think, like the first act feels kind of like an adventure game. Like you think you're getting into a point and click adventure game, and you're not right. um, really. I guess like by the fourth act, I started. I, I caught myself having some like, and I I'd say this in the most tongue in cheek way possible. Uh, some like game theory like video game theory uh, <laughs> ideas where it's like <laughs> where where i just got really into a conspiracy theory and like now so yeah i like i just i kind of had like i was like man is this like this is kind of not a game or is it a game like what's the game element and then you know you're totally right that the game element that feels like it's missing but doesn't feel uh bad like it doesn't feel not bad not to have is agency like the act four and five it's like you don't get to play an adventure game anymore you get to make a couple choices but it's mostly about what you see yeah i i think it's interesting if we've like remember that um cardboard computer uh, at least uh parts of the game like form wise they were making up as they went along like if you go mm. to, uh, and watch the original kickstarter trailer this was meant to be like a metroidvania game like a oh, side scroller really? platformer stuff and they oh, funny. Yeah, and the campaign was about that. Like, they changed it later, after it got funded. Uh, That's funny. I, I never realized that. That's news to me. Yeah. That would have been uh, a lot worse. So much. This, I probably wouldn't have played it at all. <laughs> I just, like, I don't I don't understand, like, what you would have... Wow, that really wouldn't have made any sense at all. <laughs> uh, they have mentioned in, like, a few interviews. I've been, like, uh, trying to read uh, stuff from each act as I played it, just to catch mm. up. Uh, again, uh, it's been a while, and uh, yeah, if some interviews say they like they try to have puzzles and things like that, and each uh, each member of the cast was gonna be like an ability you could trade characters like Castlevania, and you know, oh, yep. uh, Azura can use uh, Julian to fly, and you fly across a, uh, a gap you couldn't reach otherwise, stuff like that. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that would have been 
really weird. And then I, like, they, I, uh, I they tried out the better. puzzles. Yo, it's so much better. Like, it's so, so much better. But yeah, they like started uh, testing things with puzzles and they saw that it didn't really work. And thank God it, it, they figured that out. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, I guess like that sort of makes me imagine uh, ways in which the game might have developed. Like the Act 4 and the Echo River I, I could see coming out of them just having so much fun making the uh, the guide to the Echo River that you can get on your phone. <laughs> that is also yeah. Have you have you actually called the number? I guess uh, for you it would be no, sort of a, an expensive would, call. Yeah, it would cost. Uh, I would be. Good thing it was an airline. I would be drinking hard times right now. <laughs> um, but I actually I called it and like before like in Act Two I was like oh yeah j check it out a number I wonder if this still works. And I called it and like went through all the things, just kind of sitting around and and just like took an hour to go through all yeah. that. And so when I got to the interlude, I was like, oh, it's it's this interlude. But the fact that it's there in Act Two makes me wonder, like, did they just fall in love with the idea of the Echo River and do an act around it? Like, how much of this game was planned, and how much of it was sort of like improvisational, going with the flow, kind of like feeling itself out? Yeah, I I feel like a lot of it was. Uh figuring out as they went along i i mm. i mean they probably had like i think they had uh, conway's arc figured out for example but yeah uh, i could see that for sure because i mean uh, the, the the spoilers uh, at this point yeah um the way he ends up it, like uh, sort of indebted to hard times and then like disappearing i mean that feels like a, a four-act structure like it feels very very yeah. sort of like it builds on itself But I definitely feel like uh, I I would guess like Act Five wasn't planned at all. I would actually guess that. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, so maybe like maybe let's go through and talk about the acts because like I didn't I didn't think we'd approach it um, in this linear way, but yeah, it feels uh, like there's like a benefit to talking about it in in terms of the way it builds on itself. Yeah, I definitely think uh, like. KRZ, uh, or Kentucky Route Zero, um, is definitely um, a reaction to, like, 2008, the crisis, mm -hmm. of course. But For sure. uh, as it, like, it's been releasing stuff, and definitely, like, uh, as the, the, le le um, the last few acts, like, released right after everything went through shit. I mean, I guess, no, Act 4 actually released a bit before the 2016 election, so I guess it's just... The last interlude and Act Five were like after everything caught on fire for <laughs> for the West. So yeah, right. Uh, it definitely gets like I doubt they have they didn't like had to recontextualize some things or at least uh, having those emotions and memories affect the the writing. Yeah, and I think like you know you're you're keying on something that I that I think about a lot with this game, and I haven't really been able to figure out, but I think you maybe have helped me out here with here is that like. You know, the first act of Kentucky Route Zero is very enjoyable and very good. Like, I have no right. qualms with it. I think it's great. Um, but I, having really played that the most, I didn't totally understand where people like uh, like like Scott, like Scott Benson, when I talked to him about it, right? Like he was he was just like you know could not stop praising it, and I was like, yeah, it's a good game. Like, I wonder, I wonder if it's just because like it's well written for a game, or if it like is this good? Like, huh. maybe I missed something. And like, I thought it was great, but right. once you get into like really it doesn't like it doesn't become like sort of a transcendental game or a, like a, a really important piece of writing until they kind of get away from that initial i don't you know, very I, very standard class you don't think so i don't think so okay I, go on 
No, because Act I might have also been just resistant. That's like that's the other theory I have that yeah, I was just that, being I mean, pretentious. <laughs> you played in a different context, right? I mean, mm-hmm, uh, I played where like there was more stuff uh, ready uh, for me to play, so definitely it changes my point of view. But I remember like the moment that Kentucky Route Zero really got me was actually in Act One, and it was mm. um, one of those optional things during uh, while like you're driving the truck. And you find... Uh, Those are great. Yeah, and Act 1 is probably the one that has the most. Uh, and you find uh, the two guys pushing the airplane, right? Yeah, like the one the one optional thing that they animate, pretty much. No, there's there's a, there's at least one more. If I remember right in Act 1, there's the, the truck accident. Accident. Oh, you're right. Yes, 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 yes. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, um, there... Yeah. It's missable when, you know, it changes a lot. So it's it's but No, um, but I've seen both of those. You're totally yeah, right. I totally forgot um, about the truck accident. Yeah, it's really hard it's really easy to misremember and think like it's an act two. I, I was about to say about the UFO crash, which is <laughs> I think it's an act two or three <laughs> even. So anyway, um <laughs> the the airplane, because you're seeing I it was when I really got the teams, I think. Uh, just like these two guys pushing a, a plane through the highway, uh, yeah. which is supposed to be like, oh, one of the greatest achievements in technology completely failed them and they have to just push <laughs> it. And like the you uh, examine them uh, in adventure terms and the prompt just say the men are nearly broken. Right. Right. Yeah. And like I, I like I like the way you described it there because it it is like the the thing that the first act really does well and like. So it's tough because, like, me saying this, I'm, I'm second-guessing myself because after you play the whole game, the first act just, like, makes sense within the context of the piece right. and it just works. It's really, like, I compared it to 2666 in my article, which yeah. hopefully uh, people have read. Um, I think it's, you know, maybe one of my, like, top three favorite really novels. Good, but like, really good novel. Yeah, amazing novel. Um, but I don't I – th- I feel the same way about the one about the scholars, the first book in that, where I'm just like, yeah, eh, it's, that it's one all right. I agree with you. That one I agree okay. with you. I don't think this is that good. <laughs> But, like, when you, when it goes in context, like, when I think about it in context, I'm right. like, okay, no, I get it. I totally get it. I get why that's there. It just makes sense to me. And, like, the the one thing that I hadn't really thought about with Act 1 is that everything in that act reaffirms that you have to, like, you know, it always goes back to the highway. Everything goes back right. to the highway again and again and again. And, like, that plane having, like, not been able to be in the air and then being on the highway instead is, like, is so good for that. Like it's such a good it's such a good like reiteration of like yeah, yeah that fails too like you're driving you have to be on the highway and also like um, man cardboard computer is just really good at framing things like uh, not only the game like looks really good with a relatively simple art style like it's impressive how much they pull off just with like simple shapes but the yeah. sound design is fucking amazing like it's great. There's like uh, there's no there's no choice but to listen to this with the sound on. I mean like it is you know I, I imagine some people don't like playing computer games with sound on. Like I I don't know how really? you do Kentucky route. I'm assuming they're out there. Like narrative I games. I mean <laughs> okay. I don't know. I assume they're out there, right? Like it takes all kinds. It's not me. Okay. Like I I I am like a I'm a I'm a listening to music when I play games kind of guy. Unless it's like. 
you know, I can do it with some things like like Final Fantasy yeah. 14. I know what all that music is, but even that, I'm just like I gotta. Yeah, I mean, to it yeah, when it's, when it's like a game that has uh, grinding or like repetitive combat sections, okay. But like, I'm just trying to imagine someone playing through Kentucky Route Zero while listening to like Corn now. <laughs> and, and no, <laughs> I like that you picked Corn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, you're, you're totally right. That would be a little strange, but I bet they're out there. But like if if someone is out there like that and likes to listen to music during their narrative games, um, no judgment, but you should totally um, not do that when it comes to this game. Yeah, <laughs> you, there, should, you should play be, it with the sound on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. To be fair, though, there is a band that reminds me of Kentucky Route Zero like all the time. Um, What's that? The, the National. OK, I could see that. Like um, the, the the all all the stuff is about like uh, like yeah, all their songs are about in, debt in, and yeah in debt like I I even did like a a thread like a text AMV sort of thing with like Blood Buzz mm. Ohio, which I think really matches well Conway's art. Oh uh, okay, it's yeah I still owe money to the money I owe like yeah yeah that's a great yeah that's. That's like I don't know a lot of uh, national songs, but Blood Buzz Ohio is like the one I can I can yeah. do by, by memory. Um, um, yeah. Well, anyway, we're we're going on big tangents. Let's go back to Act One. Um, well, I mean, if we're not going on big tangents when talking about Kentucky Road Zero, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. I don't know if we need um, to talk about Corn and the National, though. <laughs> okay. Well, no, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> but maybe we do. Uh, well, we'll get to the, we'll get to the music in Acts Three and Four. But the so yeah, like sure. yeah. So Act One, Act One is. I think, in general, a uh, like a particularly compared to the other ones, a particularly right. linear act, right? Like you have an art, really? you have to do a. You don't think you don't? Well, no, no, you're right because the other acts are sort of. I mean, I think, I think I one. Mean. I think one through three are like way more open, and then four and five are way way more linear, and five so is, is just pro- full on linear. This is the problem, right? Where like I'm, I'm having a hard time expressing what I mean to express. Like I'm not, <laughs> I, I oh, know the word like I want to use. You, you, like it, you mean like it the has main a mission. plot beats? You, that's what you're yeah, trying to say. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like where right. it's like you, you have a, a general thing to do. Oh, that's what okay. I mean. Because yeah, four I and mean, five, you're totally right. It's on rails. It's super linear. Um, you're, yeah, you're the, not wrong. I mean, at all. four, you still have like uh, you can choose to stay on the boat or you can go on the uh, like current events that's gonna be. But, like, yeah. at five, especially, like, you can't miss anything. Um, right. No, I mean, it's impossible. In fact, you yeah. have to find everything in order to keep um, moving forward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which can be, well, like, well, we can get to it. But, like, yeah, I mean, I think, like, I think in Act One, it's, like, you can miss a lot, but there is, like, a, an arc to it. It feels right. more like an open world game where it's, like, okay, there's the main story and then there's the side stuff. You can find I mean, it. You can sort of. But to connect with the agency thing, it's it's kind of like that. Like, one uh, Act One through three like you're going through you're searching for stuff like you're in the control let's say and then mm-hmm. four and five are, are kind of like the denouement um, yeah yeah and you were like um a friend of mine uh, uh lucas ribeiro i don't remember his app now but um he he put it really well like act four is it's like you're in a, on a river it's about uh being taken by something you can control like you have to go with the flow yeah. No, you're totally right. And like the way the river works, right? Like it's it's just like the zero yeah. in act two, which you feel like you have sort of like, like I found myself doing the video game thing of checking my map a lot. Oh in, yeah. In, All the time. In act two where I'm just like, okay, so like, where do I go? I got this brochure. I can find everything this way. And like, 
that is very much a true thing about that act where you're just like, oh, I can drive whichever way I want. Like I can I can do that. Like I can I choose where to go in this. act. Yeah. Um, and but still, like sometimes it's like you, Shannon will ask you, uh, Conway, you want me to take the wheel? You look a little yeah. sleepy. And, that's and then like you end up where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is it um, linear? Is, yeah. No, no. That, the thing is, like, um, I feel like uh, the game constantly um, reminds you that you're not in, con- like, you're not Conway. You are just following mm. him. That's because really I, good. Yeah, no, for, for sure. I mean, yeah, like, that's probably one of the most common articles you find, like, about, oh, Z uh, doesn't uh, care about choices or the choices are like uh, you're the director of play and, and things like that and um, uh, I really liked it because I remember replaying it and uh, there's so many moments where they just trade uh, which character you are actually controlling and you kind of don't realize because they don't make a big deal out of it and uh I think that it's those little details that, like, they are always reminding you, like, you're not actually in control. You're just, like, following them. Um, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I think, like, the the moment where, like, one of the reasons I really liked Acts 4 and 5 probably the most out of any of the game, although Act right. 3 is just, like, a, a really fascinating yeah, it's, one, too. Yeah. All of them. Um, I've, I've, I think I, I change a lot. Like, Act 2 really grew <laughs> me replaying it. I really, I ended up liking the zero a lot. When I first hit the zero and it was like the circular highway, I was like, this looks cool, but it makes me feel really kind of like uncomfortable. But now <laughs> when I'm playing it again, I'm like, well, the discomfort's the point. Like that's the whole yeah. thing. It's supposed to, but yeah. I mean, Acts 4 and 5 reiterate the, the circular thing. Like it, you get circles again, but you don't get to pick any element of travel. Like you don't get to, I mean, in the boat, for instance, the one you brought up, right. you're, you're totally just like, on a you're on a path you can't choose to be anywhere else you're like you're you're going you're not going to be able to get off the river um as you say you get choices at certain specific stops but like it may as well be like an interactive sort of like ride at that point uh in terms of like the actual moving around the map yeah and uh i really like uh, how they end up exploring so many different formats throughout Mm. Even the text stuff, really, they you see like they are having a lot of fun, and when you insert the the interludes and the transmedia stuff, like oh, the interludes are amazing. I never played yeah. them before. Really? I didn't even know they were out there. Yeah, until I got the console version, I didn't realize the interludes were out there. They totally missed me. Yeah, that's something I I really um I'm really glad that uh, they are on the the TV edition because. Yeah, I've talked to so many people that are like, oh yeah, I played through one to four already, but I didn't get to them. Like, um, which is weird because to me they're like, they're really essential. Especially like, God, I, I couldn't think about how would you play Act Three without playing the Entertainment before, before it. I, I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I guess you'd be missing out on. <sighs> Yeah, the hard I mean, times section, things, right? The hard times. Uh, well, yeah, you, you'd meet hard times. They mentioned the hard times boys again in um, in uh, in Act Three um, a number of times, like in the same sort of like weird yeah. way where they're it's like, just "Those hard times boys aren't 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 very good." Yeah, or they're like a little weird. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. You'd miss that. You'd miss the fact that like you'd miss the fact that the the people from the entertainment are in hard times 
the story when you get there. Yeah. Which is the coolest part. Like when you realize that you're like, oh man, that's the people from the play. Yeah, I, I, I only got uh I only got the like uh, the guy that takes you around the distillery is actually the one that wrote the place during the replay. Yeah, and if if you go into the um if you go into the area where they're all looking at a big screen, the only other humans in uh in the distillery yeah. are the, uh, the 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 couple and the woman from the play who uh, who the bartender sells to. Yeah, hard but times. Uh, right. But uh, to be honest, like um, although I say that uh, they would be essential, I this is something I've been trying to grasp a lot. I think like Kentucky Route Zero, not only it's not a really spoilable game, but it's also a game where I don't think you have to. Um, get everything no no i would agree i think i think thinking about it like that is a is a real disservice to the game yeah, like i i was gonna say I, i'll probably go back and ask i'll probably go back and ask like or i'm sorry ask i'll probably go back and play act for um right. and uh just like make the opposite choices i made before because right. i'd love to see i'd love to see what's going on in that but like while I was playing through it, I had the the sort of typical video game moment where I'm like, "Oh, I'm missing half of this. Should I should I go back and play Act Four? And I was like, "You know what? No. Like that's not really the point of this. Like it's not the point of this game isn't to go ahead and like get every single piece of dialogue. It's to like take one narrative arc, however that may go. I actually like the best part of this was the best version of this was at the end of Act Four. There's like a little. Um, button you can click and i i didn't know what the button meant it's when it's oh, after the, goes the, in the tunnel the dog? with blue yeah. yeah i didn't know what it meant and i clicked not neither do i oh okay. no yeah. i clicked the and return I was, <laughs> okay yeah if you click the return blue comes with you and, and yeah there's a character in the fifth act i looked it up because i was like what is that that's so weird and i was like oh geez that is that's really sad like i wasn't ready for that to happen that's yeah and, the, and i thought like i was like you know what no like the whole point of the game is that this stuff does happen. Like the whole point of the game is that it's a story. Like it's yeah. not, I'm not going to go back and fix that. Cause like, that's how this version of the story went. It's okay. Like it's, it's the only game I guess I'll say that made me feel like the interactive storytelling was a big part of it, as opposed to just the way of like gatekeeping. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I say this with, I say this, you know, there are games that do very well with this and, and probably are similarly good at, telling story with choices like night in the woods. I played in one playthrough and felt yeah. totally satisfied. Like I, I, I don't mean that it's like the only game that does this, but it's the only game that made me feel like, yeah, that's, fair. Oh geez. I just made, I just made a terrible choice. It's like it, the choice hurts me and like makes me feel sad, but that's the choice that was made. And like, that's just how people have to live in the world. Like most games, I just reload and change the <laughs> choice. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I don't mean on just on a, a story sense. I uh, like reading through the uh, the extensive amount of writing there is about Kentucky Route Zero throughout the years. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot, and a lot of it like really focus at least in part in like references because there's a ton. Like there's Beckett quotes, there's uh, Bacillard uh, names, and there's like just limits and demonstrations. The first thing to rule that there's like. 10, 20 different references from like real life artists. And oh yeah, it's 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 deep. Like uh, that the the conceptual art uh, interlude is just like yeah. it's it's. I mean, if you are familiar at all with like 
modern installation art, it's like, oh yeah, okay, like these people, de- these the people who made this definitely know what's going yeah, on with and, modern uh, installation art. If you go through the newsletters, the uh, cardboard computer has like the the pieces are based on real life pieces, and they actually did uh, a uh, real life uh, exhibition uh, where there were like fake. Uh, art uh, that was supposed to be Luna Chamberlain's exposition and stuff like that, as if oh, like wow. as as if she was real. Like they they really went really uh, an amazing amount of different ways of like we're exploring this universe. But I I, I think it's it can be detrimental. Um, that like you have to go after each nook and cranny of like references. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I agree. Like, I, I think, like, one of the ways to say that for me is, one of the ways to say that for me is, like, it is a, how to say this, like, the game, the game gives you all those references, but it's not, like, the, the, the point of the game is never to track them down, where, like, yeah, it's a wink. in fact, yeah, right, you could, you could miss, you could miss all of it, right, like, you could miss a lot, like, all of the, the side stuff, you could miss most of the, like the interplay of the relationship between yeah. uh, Lula and the, the two men, um, whose names, of course, I forget because I just forget names. Uh, it's Lula's a Donald and like, so Joseph. Thank you. Yeah, Donald and Joseph. Like, you can miss, like, most of that. And I think yeah. you would still be fine. Like, you wouldn't miss the game if you missed that they were the the writers and, like, stage designers and directors of the entertainment. No, not at all. Or, like, you know, if you didn't play all the way through uh, Donald's computer game or whatever, right? Like, it... The game would still totally work, and, like, that's fascinating. Like, it must just be... I can't imagine writing something that had so many lines of thought and, like, elaborations on thought and all that, and then not... And be like, yeah, but people don't have to see this. Like, the the plot works just as well Mm. without it. I yeah, um, I think it really reflects on how the dialogue choices we were talking about. It, mm. it feels like the game is always uh, asking you, like, okay, what do you want to know? If you like, you want this, sure, fine. You don't, you don't want this, okay, it's cool. And there's like, you're not missing things. You're just not engaging with them, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it, like I always, I have a really hard time in video games that have a lot of dialogue choices because, like, I get really hard uh, like i find it really hard to like pick something and know right. that i'm like foreclosing something else like it it's difficult for me um like yeah you have books that have that that issue like there was a book called that i read in grad school called uh uh 253 i think that's what it was called um and it was about the number of uh cars in a or a number of passengers in a subway that crashes right. um and, and, uh, like you can go through the book and like, it's not quite a choose your own adventure, but it's like you follow a certain path and read about 13 different people and you can go through other ways and stuff that like, I just ended up reading it cover to cover instead. Cause I was like, this is for school. <laughs> I'm going to be here all day, uh, just reading this one book and I have way more to do. And also right. like, I just, I, I was too anxious about it. I was like, I got to get everything. And like, yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky Route zero, I Initially, of course, I kind of felt that way because, like, you have choices. You're like, oh, geez, what am I supposed to do? Right. And then, like, I think the moment I kind of let that go was when you get to the game at the in the basement in the gas station. Uh, right. There's sort of like the shadow game 
uh, going on where they're looking for their die, and the die is glow in the dark, and you can go find it for them. Yeah. Um, then they show up again in Act Five, which was really cool. No, um, they they are the the singers. They oh, they're the singers. I yeah. didn't even realize that they're the singers. Oh, jeez. See, there's <laughs> something I missed. Uh, no, I mean it's like it's like there's so much, but like I I picked it up and then I looked in my inventory and I was like, oh. Like you can you can roll this die. It's like a twenty. It's a d twenty, and I could just roll it around and see what pulls up. And I was like, I wonder if this has any significance. And then it didn't. You just roll it, and it yeah. shows you a number. And you roll it, and it shows you a number. And I was like, oh, so ne- like you get a, a dialogue choice where it's like, do you want to put it back or not? And I didn't. I kept it. And right. I was like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like me keeping this doesn't matter. I just have a little doodad now. Oh, you fucking ruined the game, night, but. I did, but I have a doodad and like, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's like, okay, you can give it back or you can keep it. It doesn't change anything. It's just like a choice you're making. And I never felt like I didn't feel anxious about the choices through the rest of the game at all. That's cool. I, yeah, I, I, I feel similar to you in the, the, oh, I want to see the other options when I replay, but Mm. going through it again, like, um, of course, like I didn't remember every single thing I picked, but I feel like I went kind of the same way, to be okay. honest. Uh, especially because I really want, wanted to revisit the same things from uh, this new point of view. Right, yeah. No, I totally get that. Like, it's, it, it is a... I mean, this is, like, cribbing from my article, but, like, it is a... You know, like, it's not necessarily... So, like, a game like... And I think the... I'm a, I'm a big Planescape Torment defender. I think the writing right. on that game is really good. I, I think Chris it. Avalon... Chris Avalon's had some some good hits and some bad hits. And I think, like, in terms of, I mean, it draws from that tradition of, like, Terry Pratchett and all those people who write, like, the the kind of, like, goofy in a way that is, like, kind of dated uh, fantasy. It it does it exceptionally well, and I think it's a very well-written game. But, like, that game I don't replay and think, like, yeah, I'm revisiting this as a different person. Like, I can revisit this as I'm, like, being older. I'm just, like, revisiting the game. Whereas with Kentucky Route Zero, it's like, when you come back to it, it's like, oh, I'm older. Like, this is how I would revisit a book. Or this is how I revisit a film that was serious to me. Like, I'm thinking about this in relation to my life, not in relation to, like, oh, what else can I see in this game? So, yeah, like, seeing the same stuff, making the same choices just because you want to make them, that totally makes sense to me. I think I probably did the same thing. Yeah, and, and this is what, something, reading your article, I really want to ask you, because I, I feel like, although we have the same uh, opinion, we come from it <laughs> from different ways. Because you're talking a lot about like how uh, Kentucky Route Zero is like, uh, kind of like, uh, you have to read it like as a novel, and like there's a big achievement here. To be honest with you, I was really on the emotional side. Like Okay. Uh, revisiting this, especially, like, um, I played it first, I was, uh, 20, 21, so, and considering, like, I, I grew up in a middle-class family, so I didn't have that many responsibilities growing up, uh, so, playing it now, like, I have a job, I have to deal with, like, so much shit, um, <laughs> like I, I'm seeing Bolsonaro, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's. I, I, I am mean, not. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm a anarchist now. Um, all these sorts of things, going through much abuse and trauma and ableism and things like that, and mm. it, like the themes kind of hit 
more, right? Like I, yeah. I cried every single act playing this again. Which okay to be to be fair, I cry very easily, so it's not like a big accomplishment. But it's just it's good to cry, man. Oh no, no I don't have a problem with it. Just uh, okay. I was just, I was just I was just like putting myself on saying like that's cool. I think it's good to cry. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I didn't want to sound like oh, it's a game that makes you cry. You know, like like two thousand eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then, like I, I think like I think like the maybe that's something about like why I felt that um act 1 was a little simpler even even in my replays. Uh, you know, like a lot of it was a lot of that feeling for me is is looking back on it and being someone who like I got out of my master's program, like I got I'm sorry, I got into my master's program in 2007 and finished at the beginning of 2009. So like 2008, I just basically watched all the job prospects fall off the table and I was right. like, Oh geez, this isn't good. Yeah. And like, you know, I went to my PhD then I just like, you know, I, I sort of hid in the Academy for a little longer, but the, you know, the, that feeling of like, Oh, the world's crashing down and it's all this like far like this, this debt that people put out that's essentially fictitious, but in fact having extremely real consequences, like that was something that the the kind of like the because it's not debt necessarily, but like all the references to like the power company yeah. in the in the first act and the and the way that like the towns are falling are, are falling into disrepair and all like and it Conway's Conway sort of alludes to that Lizette's is is is, shutter, is shuddering. I don't remember yeah. if he says it's his final order or not in the first act, but like no, it's there are all one. these rep. Okay, yeah. yeah. There are all these references to that, and to me it was like, oh, yeah, like, this feels like my life. Like, I had a very sort of, like, personal emotional connection to that, thinking, yeah. like, this is me. And then the rest of the acts were, like, much more distant, because it's like, I'm not, huh. I obviously still have that sense of, distant in a good way. Like, yeah. I had a, I had distance on it, I should say. Like, I had, yeah. like, I still have those feelings about debt. Like, I'm still in debt. I still, you know regret my debt like it, it feels in some ways like like conway sort of like stumbling in the mine and then ending up uh or i'm sorry getting caught in a rock slide in the mine i shouldn't minimize that and then ending up like in hawk for the rest of his like yeah. life and death that is a very like personally relatable thing like the idea of an accident or like one choice leading you into a lifetime of consequences right but i also think like being past 2008 and looking at it as like just an existential commentary like that, that to me just felt bigger. And I think probably just like, you're right. Like playing them at different times gives you different approaches to them. Like maybe they feel yeah. more personal uh, one playthrough. Maybe they feel less personal another playthrough. I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. Uh, a friend, uh, uh, Gabby Mismash, uh, okay. she, she put it like, it's a game. It's really impressive how this game you don't grow out of it, you grow into it. Which That's I, smart. I, yeah, I love that. Gabby is really smart. Um, and that's that's uh, I've I've been trying to think why, and I also think it has 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 to do a bit about how I understand the game more now in because you know coming from a Brazilian point of view, like I. Mm. I can relate to countryside things. I didn't uh, grow up in the countryside, but like, even though it's like, oh, it's Kentucky, I can still relate to it. Sorry, Rem is my youth. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, right there but with you. But yeah, <laughs> fuck. 
uh, but like talking with uh, Emily Rose from Rebind, for example, like she grew up okay. in the American countryside, I really started to get like, oh, uh, this is something that's uh, misrepresented. Uh, this is something like most other media doesn't do well, and you start to get appreci appreciation for that those things. Also, like. Uh, the 2008 crisis didn't hit us that well because, you know, Lula was having his uh, economic miracle still. Uh, mm. And nowadays we are going through like some really tough shit. So probably it hits more now. And yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, and, and especially I think it's uh, almost like I needed something like this because I've been thinking a lot about uh, the anti-capitalist uh, media that has been, like, getting hype. Stuff like... I've been thinking a lot about Parasite, for example. Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you know, it's, like, inevitable because everyone's talking about it. But uh, I was thinking, like, why why do Kentucky Road Zero hits me way more than Parasite? Which I, I like Parasite, uh, too. But, like, especially because I've read a reviewer... Uh, of Kentucky Route Zero where uh, the writer like cited Parasite and I didn't really get why and hmm. I, I feel like if you go through uh, Parasite or like Sorry to Bother You or uh, we had a, a big Brazilian one like Bacurau uh, which okay. is also like a, a anti-capitalist and uh, it's a all of these like have really big catharsis N not necessarily like good catharsis in that uh, we win but uh, there's like <laughs> uh, uh, yeah there's like you get a release, you know, at least the fucking anger. Like you get something yeah. out of it, and that I, makes sense. I, yeah, I like that Kentucky Route Zero does something which I, 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 I miss in most of these works, which is the, like the licking the wounds, taking care of each other, that sort of thing. Like in recent years, the only game where I really felt that, for example, was Anodyne Two. Like oh, Anodyne Two is brilliant. That's sort of yeah. what a beautiful game. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and, I think uh, like the you're right like the 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 idea of just like not a kind of like catharsis because I mean there's no catharsis at the end of of Kentucky Route Zero because no. like the like you, the closest you get is this burial of these horses yeah. that you've never met in the game and they're called the neighbors which is just like the whole thing is yeah. a pun right <laughs> like it's just like this pun on nay like it's just like come on like that that's where you get you get this sort of like wry punny thing that you've never run into before and that's how the game is sent off like the 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 funeral really feels like a funeral for the game but like once you start going down that route you have to explain why you feel that way when like of course it's a funeral for a horse um yeah and so like the i feel like that and and you're right anodyne too and you know, there some some of the itch games I've played uh, recently. Um, I'm even thinking of stuff like like um, like uh, Paratopic or uh, right. or like uh, yeah, Paratopic is a good example. Or VHS is uh, is the is the uh, no no not v VHS uh, Anatomy by uh, Kitty Horror Show. Oh okay, sure. Both of those like I call it VHS because there's so many tapes in it. Um, <laughs> but like uh, uh, you know, both of those games also sort of leave you with like the sense of like, Oh yeah, we, we can't explain it. Or like, this is just what you get is what you get. Right. And like that feeling of like, we're not going to give you a big conclusion. That's going to make you feel better. We just did this to show you, to tell you a story Yeah, is really powerful after, you know, I think like, especially after, and, and this is going to make me sound really old, but after something like <laughs> occupy where like you get this promise of a global economic movement and it just fizzles as, and like right. people, 
tell you about the catharsis it had after the fact. But in the moment, like if you lived in the moment, it's like, well, it just it didn't do anything. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It didn't feel good. It just like it was a. It was a. It, it just ended. And like being able to represent that, like the idea of ending without being pessimistic or optimistic, is like, I mean, it's very hard to do. Yeah, it's something I really appreciate because uh, if you look at Act Four, for example, you have like probably the most uh, tragic part of the game, which is like Conway's uh, accepting his fate and like even defending the uh, the 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 yeah. And but meanwhile, so you sad. Have I, I really like how Johnny and uh, Junebug have Junebug. this arc where like they basically going you know like should we try like having a third person with us should we take Kazra uh, where are we going next and so like you see that there's there's still people are managing to move on like somehow and Act Five is all about yeah. that too and I yeah and they. And they really could take it a different way. Like, it could have gone the route of, like, people aren't moving on. They could have made it, like, just super dark. Because, like, the end yeah. of Act 3 is that, like, is that moment where you, as Conway, are taking the the the, the shift drink, right? Like, right. the drink that basically puts him into Hawk with hard times. And, like, it, you don't get the option to not click drink. No, like, it's so good. Yeah, and it's, like, it's a terrible feeling. Because you're just, like, don't drink that, Conway. That's a terrible yeah. idea. And you can't do anything about it um like even if you wait the game just moves on and he drinks it like it, it yeah. whites out and you drink it like it you totally could take that moment and be like okay and then it all just goes to hell like the third act is the high point and then it's yeah. just downhill from there and instead it's like for conway sure but like for everyone else like there there are people living in different ways and like nothing is like perfect or even narrative in, in its own way. You don't like, you don't get denouement on Ezra or whatever, right? Like yeah. you don't get Ezra and Julian fighting his parents, but like it, it, they move on. They keep living. They kind of like yeah. go down the road a little ways. I really appreciate that. Like this mm. has been the, 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 like the big, uh, big feeling I've been having with Kentucky Return is that like, it, it feels compassionate, uh, for, the time we lost, and especially like mm. when you outlive w what you expected, because that's been something really hard for me going through this game. Uh, like uh, it captures really well what it's like, um, because you know I have like a really broken brain and uh, family abuse. I'm not gonna go into that because of content warnings. Um, mm. But anyway, like it's been. Uh, I didn't think I would la last this long, to be honest. And mm. when you like. You now, like, usually, like, have oh, I'm not gonna be less until a certain age or something like that. You, you put these weird goals, uh, and when you see, like, you have you have gone way past that, and like, it's not like you have like a, a promising life, but now you kind of have to do something with it, and there's not much. Yeah. And what do you do, like? And I, I, I feel like, um, this is like really good in Kitakuri too. like everyone is like in drifting jobs like no one there like is a uh manager or entrepreneur like right. yeah everyone the closest like, you get is the the closest you get is the uh the restaurant right yeah and like even that it's like they basically are like yeah we would have restaurant was really terrible until we like shellacked this whole table full of food so we can remember the <laughs> the menu yeah. that we made and like i started yeah. diving into the zero and like, like the entire it's very story precarious. yeah and the entire story is like takes places mostly on non-places right it's mm -hmm. like gas stations it's uh 
highways, like the closest you get to homes uh, before Act Five is the bars, basically. And even in Act Five, like the homes are all like uh, ad hoc, like um, yeah, geometric, like they feel like temporary housing, and they're they're almost like there's the barn and the church, but like a lot of the houses, they say like, oh yeah, the company put this up and then they left. Yeah, like it is, it, it yeah, and I think like I appreciate I appreciate you you saying that and like and 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 you know sharing all that because like there is a sense that I had not really thought of of like the the idea of just like living day to day in the middle of crisis where like right. you're you get to act 5 and like the town in act 5 is just like there's no future there like the 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 tv really? station is flood well it's like i mean when you get there initially right okay. like the the tv station no, because flooded. that's that's like uh, completely i think they le they leave it for you to think about it I, I, Oh like, yeah, no. I've, by the end, by the end, I have a much more complicated opinion on it. Okay, but like, I mean, yeah. when, when you get there in the, in the initial part, right, where like it looks like it's flooded out, the yeah. the the strip is flooded, and you learn like they can only fly out. And you're just like, what are the people going to do here? Like, you pull the you you see like uh, the the one guy, the main guy, like pulling the horses out of the out of the flood, and it just feels like okay, the the company left, the place is underwater literally and figuratively like this is this is just this is the end and the, you know like there's nothing you can do about this and right. then like as it goes on not, i think like the 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 time it clicked for me and like i'll ask you what you think about it next but like you know the time it clicked for me was when like there was a character who said like i'm just gonna stay like i think i'm gonna stay yeah and like that was like so there's a choice that's fascinating <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I I end up pretty optimistic actually. Well, optimistic within the limits of uh, of living under capitalism. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Uh, but like, no, I mean, like, there is an optimism there, and I think, like, you know, well, uh, why don't you explain how how did you how did you experience that optimism? Uh, I mean, uh, like going through through it again, and uh, like it, it it's really like the capitalist realism thing right where like it's showing you the contradictions of uh neoliberalism and capitalism and all the schools mm. of thought uh and i i feel like it's uh the, the later parts are trying to like okay what we can do um like in short term because of course like you could do like an utopian uh, version you could like depict a, a revolution and things like that, but I, I I appreciate that there's like it's a bittersweet uh, uh, it's a midterm choice. And yeah, that's that's right. It's 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 reform, not revolution. Yeah, or like even no, I, even I, maybe it's not even reform. Maybe it's, it's just not like, even reform. It's trying to survive. That's the thing. Yeah, survival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really that's exactly right. And like I I think for me like it was the fact of the fact of like people finding ways to live both in and out of the town again like this yeah. idea of this idea of like well you don't have to I, I, like if you wanted to draw like a neat line and i think that's probably a mistake with most of kentucky route zero but like if you wanted to draw a neat line of like conway had the road and like the road always led to this one place and then like at the end you get the option of stepping off the road like and, and sort of like people can just kind of do their own thing or go wh whichever way they want. They're no longer bound by any sort of linearity. Um, right. 
that that's like there's an empowering element to it like even in terms of like so like the image at the end of the game is this uh is the house that you were delivering all this stuff to five dogwood drive and it's just this empty frame basically yeah. this empty white frame and the characters bring stuff into it over time and over the act and at the end it's just like it's filled with books it's like it's almost like a library or a reading room or something like it's it's fascinating but I think that image would have been really trite to me if everyone in the town said, we're going to stay and we're going to rebuild. Like, Yeah, you could was, have done that. Yeah, it was meaningful to, for, to me because like, it was like, this is what some people are doing and what you get yeah. to see. And there's a bunch of people off screen who are doing other stuff too. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like um, in Act 4 when you go to the rum, rum colony yeah. and you get, you, you get the, the tin to get tips for the musician. And, I didn't. Uh, I didn't go to the Rome Colony, so you tell me about it. Oh, okay. So Rome Colony is uh, is a like a tiki bar, right? Okay, got it. And there's a beach, and, and you see people from the Briar of Reclaimed Spaces there. We can interact a bit. Uh, you can talk to. There's a really good conversation with Conway, uh, where he's like drunk, and you, you see like he's trying to deal with with his future. But uh, uh, but uh, I forgot her name, but. Uh, Johnny and Junebug's friend, which is on the ship. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, it's not I'm Carla. Not it's kind of it. Carla. It's it's similar to Carla, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it uh, is. She's gonna. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of people, and they keep adding to the last second. So yeah, um, uh, she's gonna play a show there, and uh, you, as Johnny, you can pick the a tin can and pass around like as a tip for the musician, right? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, uh, the first person the, that's near you is Shannon. And whenever you go to ask a person, like, the the uh, common icon for, like, the chat, you know, like, there's, like, a chat yeah. icon and the name of person. Instead, it's the amount they're going to donate. Oh, that's so, really interesting. Yeah. And then with Shannon, it's, like, five bucks. And when you click it, it says, like, that's got to hurt. She didn't have to do that. And then it's oh. like my my favorite quote of the game is like, but that the way that's the way it goes. The unsteady, steady, the unsteady. Huh. And then it goes the like steadying, steadying, yeah. steady. That's really good. And then it goes into like this anecdote, which everyone saw like a version of that on Twitter, like, oh, you know, queer people keep passing the same twenty dollars on Venmo to each other, which is it basically goes to that. Like, there's probably a twenty dollar bill that keeps <laughs> passing between artists, and. Uh, <laughs> And that's exactly like uh, I. It's exactly the 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 sort of feeling I think uh, KRZ excels, which is pretty rare in, in the media I've engaged with. Like I'm not gonna go like, oh, there's nothing like that. But um, and especially like I appreciate how it um, it goes through these different spaces, right? Like and it shows like, oh, okay, you have uh, like Junebug and and uh, and Johnny are like. Uh, clearly, like queer coded, although they are uh, androids, and you have. Uh, There's a bit of like, I, it almost seems like that's a bit of a reference to like, uh, like the Donna Haraway sort of like cyborg. Yeah, I could queer see that kind I of thing. Yeah, I, I hadn't even thought of that until you said they were queer coded, and I was like, yes, they are. But they're also cyborgs, and I was like, yeah, oh, well, I mean, there you there's go. <laughs> conversations about uh, non-monogamy, like it's it's really yeah. interesting, and it's uh, like Ezra, for example, like. The Kentucky Review basically says fuck the nuclear family, right? Like, uh, oh yeah, because he like 
they lose the parents and he's like, yeah, it's, it's sad, but like, I don't, he, he doesn't even seem, it, it's not this normal story of like, and we're going to find them. Yeah. It's the normal, it's the story of like me and my Eagle brother are okay. Like we'll be fine. I don't expect to find my parents. Yeah, and everyone like takes turns taking care of him, and like yeah. uh, they, there's conversation about oh should we take him like John John Bug and Johnny takes, and there, so like there's all these like little things where it's showing uh, okay here we can like stray from the norm. These are ways to survive. They're like uh, we we should think about them, and I appreciate that that it's not like a, it's not preaching about them. Like, no, it just kind of brings them up. And I, yeah. that's a really good way of putting it. Cause like it, going back to like, uh, the, the sort of critique we, we alluded to that we both disagreed with that this was like a game about American narratives and like, you know, yeah. therefore we, you know, people should like, Oh, I'm so tired of that thing. Like, I think like, you know, there's an argument that there's a way to make that argument, right? Yeah, like, of and course. I think there's like, Call of Duty releases every year. That's yeah, it. I mean, yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, it's it's like you 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 look at you look at Kentucky Route Zero, and I think like if you read the name and it's like Kentucky, you're like, oh yeah, okay, it's about Kentucky. And maybe if you go through the first act, you can be like, oh, there's Kentucky elements here. There's a mine, and there's like a still, and like, oh, cool, whatever. Um, but as it goes on, like it it deter like to to make to use like a douchey theory word, like it deterritorializes that so much, where like all of a sudden it's like. By Act Three, you're like, wait, no, like, where, where did I start this game from? Where is yeah. this game? What, what are, what are sort of like the central values of this game? Like, it just expands, and like, without, without telling you which it approves of or disapproves of. Obviously, it's an anti-capitalist game, but like, outside of that, like, the, the, it seems to be almost cosmopolitan in a, in a sort of like, yeah, people are different all over, sort of way, like a very, a very, um, a very classic American. Uh, 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 maxim, but like done in a very honest way. Yeah, I mean, like, look at the cast. Like, there's so many people of color. You have, uh, oh, as we said, queer, yeah. queer people. You have uh, kids done it like a non traditional way. There's like a, a huge variety. And uh, I, I seriously, I really think that was a dishonest take. Like, oh, I agree. I mean, I, I 100% agree that it was a dishonest take. And I got, also, I got like, all mad at it. We need to remember, yeah. like, this is uh, a game that has a really specific release story. Like, this is these are, first, these aren't even really devs. Like, only uh, Jake Elliott had done games before, and even then was, like, interactive fiction mostly. Uh, they are, like, working class. They, they were doing other things. For example, the composer, uh, Ben Babbitt, was, like, touring with Angel Olsen. Uh, wow. Things like I that. didn't know that. Yeah, he did the strings for the last uh, her last album. It's really good, actually. Oh, um, huh. Who knew? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and, and, but it's like they did like they did a Kickstarter before the Broken Age uh, hype uh, came, and everyone got like five hundred bucks, uh, five uh, five hundred grand, and whatever. And right. so they got like eight thousand dollars, if I remember right. So not much and that was in 2011 That's not a lot, yeah yeah like they opened wow. a patreon like 2 years ago and other than that it was basically like oh the sales of the game and uh, their other jobs right so 
coming from the person that loves to say like, oh, loot boxes are okay because people have to eat. Uh, I don't know, putting anthrax into game cases are okay because devs have to eat. It's really dishonest. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's really dishonest. No, but no, everything, I, everything is allowed because people got to eat. But a game about American people from a working class perspective, about a place that it's not that covered with a diverse cast is, is suddenly the villain. Come on, man. I, yeah, no, you're totally right. I think like, as you pointed out, like, and it was something that, Honestly, I saw I saw Rami's take like what like I probably when I was in maybe Act Two or something, and I was right. like, or maybe even before I played, I don't know, like when I saw it, but like, I mean, I obviously had played it before I saw it because I played it before this last playthrough, but like the the I kept noticing, like I kept being like, there are so many characters of color in this game, and like yeah. characters that are not coded as white, like they are all over, like this game just like is 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 not a this isn't this isn't the game for white america like this isn't the game where you're just like well yeah we can see why people like this yeah like even if it was just appalachia that would be one thing but like it's they they go so far into yeah. it to make it about so many things yeah that's <sighs> that fucking take god <laughs> uh, that was a night badly wasted doing dunks <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was you know, it's it's always fun to do dunks, I guess. No, I, but I, 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 I until you wake up in the morning. Yeah, I, I know, I'm the same way. I, uh, I'd love to retire. <laughs> Just, uh, Twitter is our is our uh, hard times distillery, man. That's right. We sold. Our, <laughs> we're gonna be paying for our funerals after our death. <laughs> Dying's expensive, like Conway says. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think like I think I think ultimately you're right. Like the the game itself is like it it's an experience and it like it, it thrives on your emotional context in, in, in a really important way. And like, I'm always like, I'm always hesitant to give things their due when it comes to emotional context. Cause like right. I come from like what my, my whole thing in the Academy and like, I still, my whole framework for interpretation is like, you know, what did the artist intend? Like, what are, what's the intention here? Like, what is this right. piece doing as like a piece of art? You know, understanding that people have like different yeah, emotional yeah, reactions course. to it and all, but like saying like, that's not particularly relevant to my reading. That's one way to read, but I think it, it's, it can be dangerous because you miss stuff in a game like this. If you're not thinking like, okay, so like, why did this resonate with me emotionally this time around, as opposed to the last time I played it, especially in a game where like it is asking you to play it over time or like is asking or it's telling you like you were going to put distance between you and the previous times you played this, like structurally it does that. And uh, you know, whether or not that's release schedule or intention or whatever, it produces a sort of emotional context that I hadn't yeah. really considered until we talked. I mean, uh, look at the reactions when, uh, the final version came out, like, uh, people were going masterpiece, uh, game of a lifetime, life changing and things like that, which, I still think it's too soon to say those things, and uh, I'm not really. I'm, I'm not a fan of saying those things, even if like this is my favorite game ever. But I, going beyond that makes me uncomfortable, and I think it helps to like create an impression that like, oh, this is the game everyone has to like, which I, I don't really like. But I, I get it because you know yeah. it's been eight years of pent up emotions. Like I screamed when I saw the the release date. Like I actually physically <laughs> screamed. Like fuck yes. But in Portuguese, of course. Uh, I felt... Well, no, Puta sorry. que pariu, uh, caralho! Something like that. Uh, thank you. I was going to ask you to do it. Uh, but <laughs> I was just like, I was just going to do it. Uh, but like, uh, I just like, I, I... 
I almost like I, I felt that way when I saw the end come up, like or like or like when it was like literally the end. I forget if it says the end or yeah, what it says, the name like, the name is the end. Yeah, and it's just like it just says that, and it's like man, wow, okay, it's yeah. over. <laughs> it just like it, it that that hit me. That was like a feeling right there, and like, like I can see why people would say this is life changing when they have that feeling. Like that's a I mean, it's an emotional release. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would say that for me, it's just that. Um, I think when it comes to criticism uh, of like this sort of game, it's really easy to uh, make people like get grudges and get distance if you're just gushing. Like, oh sure, uh, yeah, that, that that's more. I mean, it's less from like a personal perspective, more from like a critic's perspective. Like, I get a bit wary. Because I, I had conversations like with people like, man, everyone's going with Kentucky Virginia going a masterpiece and whatever. It just feels like I have to play this to be in the smart uh, smart people club, right? Yeah, and that's like that's how that's what happened with like a ton of like Dear Esther or Gone Home or like yeah. all, all these games that like inevitably it's like well they were fine, but like if you want to say they're masterpieces all the time, you have to then. Like inevitably, I ended up being the one guy being like, well, I don't know, Gone Home's not a masterpiece. Nope. It's like fine. It's like. So. And, and it's like it's it's just like it's it's tough to be like the one person who's doing that because it's just like okay I guess I guess I'm now the contrarian so like either you're yeah. out of the club if you don't want to play it or you're the contrarian and like yeah, it, go on that feels like not no it's just like it just doesn't feel like that's what Kentucky this is a silly thing to say please forgive me for saying it in this <laughs> way but I can't think of a better way to say it I don't think that's what Kentucky Route Zero would want right like <laughs> right. that doesn't seem like the point of the I game mean, to like create an in crowd. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like uh, Kentucky Returns uh, and the people from Cardboard Computer did not hype this game. Like most no. of the acts, like Act Five was probably the only one where like they did a release date before. It usually was just like, oh, here's like a poster, a teaser, and then like three months from now it would just drop out of nowhere. Like uh, they didn't make a case for that, and I, I mean. Yeah. Probably they did now because you know there's a publisher now and there's deals and things like that. But I they gotta advertise, yeah. It's, yeah, it's but, sort but of like I feel, part and parcel. I feel yeah. like if they had kept, like if if Anapurna didn't pick it up, they probably would have just dropped it out of nowhere. I honestly feel like that because it up until yeah. uh, up until the last interlude, uh, it was just like that, like. Uh, and it felt like it felt like it could have ended on Act Four. I, I I think it would have been, I think it would have been a, a so like I. I think it's a, I think it's a really wonderful game, and like right. I, I will say, it's it's excellent at the risk of you know, going back on what we just all said. No, no, but, but you're like, not saying but like, like you're not going like, oh my god, best game of all time. Um, oh like, yeah, no, 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 I, I would, I would never. Uh, I can't, like, I, we're not I'm talking so about that, this yeah. as if it's God of War 2018. That's the point. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's exactly right. And like, I think like, you know, it would have been a great game and like really interesting and fun and like thought provoking if it ended in act four. Right. I know there are people who like will probably disagree cause it is so, um, uh, it's kind of non-traditional, I guess, or, or, or yeah. it's not what, what was expected. But like, I think, I don't think, I think the game lives and dies in its inclusion of the fifth act as it is. Like, I think it wouldn't have been nearly the game it is without that conclusion. No, so yeah, I'm happy, I they, happy they did it. I hope they don't feel like, I hope they don't feel weird about, you know, like I hope it's 
an okay thing to be part of a publisher after not being part of a publisher for so long. I hope it's <laughs> I mean, all good and not not conflicting. But I mean, yeah. it, it was a five-act uh, plan since the start, so I don't think so. Okay, all right. Well, that's and, good. Uh, and actually, like, uh, you know the extra interlude at the end? Yeah. Uh, that name was already in the source code, like, three, four years ago. So Really? Like, yeah. Oh, wow, I was, that's amazing. Yeah, like they had they had a, a lot of plans. Like, uh, I mean, I I'm happy it happened. I like I think yeah. you know, Anna, Annapurna. I have like Annapurna has also been like very nice to me. So I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like they're <laughs> like uh, uh like a the I evil mean, empire or anything. But no, like, I, I, uh, I got hey, a code for the to, game. Like, to you know, quote it's nice. someone we just dunked, Dev's gotta eat, man. Yeah, that's right. Dev's got to eat. Dev's got to eat. And that's why I'm putting anthrax in all of my... No, just, just kidding. Um, yeah, I might yeah, have like, a bit overboard there. Yeah, that's... I mean, I've, I also I also have, like, told people to go play uh, uh, Mario and Palato. Uh, so, I mean, the, the Pedro Paiva game. So, like, I, you know, I'm kind of talking out of both ends of my mouth. I, I you know... I mean, the thing is, like... They didn't compromise anything. Yeah, like, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. I guess that's where I was going. Where it doesn't. Like, it doesn't feel like they... everyone who had bought got their copies. Like even people who got the game for free in Twitch got the, fi- the Act Five. Like everyone yeah. got their copies. Uh, they respected. I think everything about like uh, Patreon and Kickstarter rewards and things like that. Like it just took a long time, and that's kind of the only. And like in as many quotes as possible, problem this development had. Yeah, and like it, it, it like what's amazing about the game to me, and like part of the reason I think it's really easy to get into hyperbole about it, is that the time it took to make feels yeah. productive. And it's in it's in it's and I don't mean productive in the way of work uh, or labor. I don't want to talk about productivity that way. I mean production. Like it feels like it produced more interpretively like it feels like it was there for a reason yeah and like that's amazing (laughs) that's so cool to be able to say like yeah the eight years counted like that whole that release was like that was important for our understanding of the game it's like man that's not easy to do no not at all i mean they didn't intend to like it was supposed to be released (laughs) throughout a year or two like they had dates (laughs) it was supposed to be like in two years they were done but it worked so well if it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. And that's like something that kind of not bother me because I get like why why would you do that angle? But like trying to search for uh, writing about this game and like with Google search being complete shit right now, like <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I would I would like type oh Kentucky Road Zero Act Three. It would be like the articles released this month. I fucking hate that. But like but like mo. Basically, every major outlet had, like, a, a story. Oh, the long road for Kentucky Route Zero. Why it took so long? And I think that's kind of... I get kind of bothered with that. Like, that, yeah. that, be, that like... Uh, and, like, listen to other podcasts. Like, the first thing people talk about, like, oh, it took so long to make. I mean, um, I, I think it's, like, uh, because the game has this really weird uh, place in games canon... Where, like, it's a really transgressive game for, like, mainstream media standards. Not gonna, like, say yeah. it's Mario Palado, but, like, it's pretty transgressive. Um, Mario Palado is maybe the most transgressive game I've ever played. So, Pedro like, would hate you for saying that, so I don't think... He would hate <laughs> me for saying that? No! It's, he had to hide it. 
Uh, no, no, I mean, I, he probably would. I don't want to give it a distinction that he doesn't want, but like... Uh, no, I'm uh, just kidding. Just like uh, the the hyperbole thing, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, it's, it's, if it, it it's wouldn't, really it wouldn't be... It's way it wouldn't, more, he yeah. wouldn't be a very good he wouldn't be a very good transgressive games maker if he then like took that and said like oh I'm gonna print that on all my on all my no. itch pages like most transgressive <laughs> guy like that's that's no, why it's not good at all. but like uh, yeah no it's like it's it, it's not like it isn't it isn't trying to like right it's not you're right it's not like deeply transgressive but yeah, like I'm, yeah no but no it, I mean for, for it's still I would say like it's very transgressive it's just not like uh, extremely transgressive because like. Just look at how uh, a lot of articles are talking like, oh, your choices don't matter in this game. Or, yeah. uh, like, it, it's still topics that, like, get really uh, hot for some reason in uh, mainstream media. And, well, and, and it's, it's also, like, it also is such the anti-crunch game. Like, in the moment of, like, reporting on crunch and all that, right? Oh, like, man. It, obviously, it's Thank been God happening no before, one did like, that. Thank God no yeah. one did that take. <laughs> oh, God. oh yeah no i i don't want to i don't want to see the take written no. i just yeah. also think it's like i think it's cool to produce like i i literally the only take i want is it's cool to be able to produce a game yeah. over a really long time and like yeah. make it good like i think that's cool and i don't i don't need anyone to write a piece on kotaku about it please don't but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i think like i think you're right like it's a game that is so I think if it were any other game that took that long to make and like was focused on the things it was focused on, it would have two real big problems, which would have like actually been a part of of like the this took so long to make discourse. One being that like 2008 happened and was a moment. And now, like, if you write a video game about 2008, it'll seem really dated um, because you're not focusing on the systemic issues. You're focusing on sort of a moment in time. And the other thing would be like it's dealing with issues in gaming that no longer are issues in gaming. Like imagining, you know, someone putting out a, I don't know, like a a, a piece on like, well, you know, is this walking simulator thing gonna take off in twenty twenty one? Right? Wait, wait. But like you, you want a bet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, you're. I take it back. Um, but like, uh, you know, like. <laughs> Oh boy! When you're right, you're right. Cartridge dunk special. (laughs) Oh boy! Oh boy! No, that's good. People like that. But the no, I mean, like, I think the, I think the, you know, like this game, like the the writing on the game and like the direction of the game was fluid in a way that it never held on to like the problems it focused on in a way that made it less relevant. Uh, in 2020, right? Right. Like it, it's a game that is as relevant when it came out as it is relevant today. And like the reason for that isn't because like it's dealing with timeless issues. Like certainly you could say that about most every piece of media ever. It's because like it's written in a way that is not beholden to like when it came out and what yeah. it was doing then. Like it's, it's a game that's really interested in telling like a story over a long period of time. It's, it's, slow and considered it's good also, uh, yeah i also think like uh there should be credit that like cardboard computers basically people that aren't game devs like this is the yeah. first commercial game they come from like a lot of small scenes like uh i've read like uh, and seen some of uh jake and tomas uh pieces and they like did glitch and noise art and things like that oh, so cool. they are used to like these uh transgressive subcultures and like somehow and this is like 
I think it's the weirdest thing about Kentucky Route Zero. Like, it became the critics' darling, right? Like, it's it, that it is the weirdest a, part of it. It feels yeah. like it should be an itch game that only like yeah, seven people exactly. Play. Like, <laughs> it, it should be uh, like it should be like a jacking spooner game or something like that at most, and that's already a lot for transgressive game standards, right? Did you, I just, I, by the way, I just the other week, and I, I didn't finish it, but it was on a stream, and we had to stop it because, like, it's not a game that really is is good for stream because, like, I wanted to spend a lot of time with it. Right. Uh, but Dujuna is, uh, if anyone's yeah. wanting to get started on Jack King Spooner, I think that yeah, is a fantastic a, game. Yeah, I don't know. The Orientalism right now really bothers me. Is it? Is it? Okay, so I didn't finish it. I guess, I guess... Well, now I'm going to have to play it and have you on to talk I mean, about it. We'll have, I, like, we'll have a point-counterpoint. That'll yeah, be good. Yeah, I mean, no, just to, to finish the thought, like, I think it has really cool stuff in there. It's just that, like, you know, it's a British dude that basically took elements from uh, from uh, from uh, Oriental cultures and created his mm. own version of it. So it's kind of... Yeah. Eh. No, but that's like, actually... That's that's totally reasonable. But but, yeah. uh, but again, like, like uh, I still... Like, you're not going to go, oh... A moral compass of consumption. You are a bad person if you like this. Right, right. <laughs> it was one of the best games I played in 2018, 2017. Like, I actually gave it, like, a press prize for it. So, uh, like, it's good. It's good. Um, no, but, I mean, you make, a, you make a really good point. I think, like, the... Yeah, now, now, now I'm going to have to play those games and have you on again. Um, which oh, is good. Sure. <laughs> you should, no, you should. You should. It was great. Um, but, yeah, no, I think, like, I think... It does feel like a game that should not be as popular as it is, and right. as, except not. Uh, I mean, Kentucky Route Zero is that that that. Yeah, is. yeah. Um, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it should be, and it's it's great that it is. It's great to see people like accepting it on its own terms, yeah. and being like excited about it on its own terms. It probably wouldn't have. It probably wouldn't have been finished otherwise. Like, to no, be I can't imagine. I mean, how you know? I mean, they're just like. I mean, sales were probably the only funding they got for a, most of the development, so. And you know, and, like if you've ever been part of those scenes, like like an art scene or a music scene or whatever, like I I have been in the past. I don't know if you have been or not. I, I yeah, I, I, have been. I mean, you've been certainly been in part of writing scenes. Yeah. Um, like the the well, let me ask: Have you been part of a music or an art scene? Uh, I haven't played in a band, but like I I've engaged a lot with like uh, uh, the punk scene in my city cool. because I, I had friends in a band. I would go to our shows, so I would meet the other bands. But yeah, as a as an artist, just writing. Uh, okay, I mean, I know. I, I mean, right, right I I hang out a lot of the developers like in our city too because of the organizing and stuff. But I also never sure. made a game. <laughs> I'm the parasite. Be- <laughs> oh, you're the parasite. Okay, I'm, I'm the gonna parasite. go. I'm gonna find that tw- uh, that thread on Twitter and just like <laughs> tell that guy who the parasite in the movie is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like the I, I think like it. If you've ever been part of those scenes, and I'm, I'm speaking here to the audience, like the 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 ability to sort of like give up on a project and move on to another project if it's not be- fruitful intellectually or artistically is like the only way to survive there. And like yeah. if Kentucky Route Zero wasn't like working for them, then like you know just like let it go. And I think part of it is like it has to it has to find its audience. Like Kentucky Route Zero particularly had to find yeah. its audience to actually like be produced. I I 100% believe that. Yeah, and, and the thing, and this like, uh, it's an example to me why it bothers me how uh, media treats the, oh, should we cover uh, small indie games uh, discourse, which is usually like, oh, we can't do that, like it's not, it's not possible, and there's basically no, no, they're not even open for discussion. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, of course, like, we have to be, like, like uh, we have to consider that uh, Kentucky Route Zero did release in a way more prosperous time to be a game American game developer, right? Like, it wasn't, sure. like, it wasn't 2008, but it still was, like, way better than now. Like, 2011 was, like, they were, like, riding on the last tiny bit of the wave of the, <laughs> the indie games are going to save the world uh, starter stuff. Oh yeah, that was that was a that was a heck of a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean you're totally right. I think like it's it's odd though like if you if you spend some time and an itch is an imperfect platform too. Like I don't mean to say that that's the be all and end all, but if you spend time on itch and like just kind of like go through some of the stuff people are doing, like I don't know, like it's 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 weird to to then like go back to games writing and be like, oh yeah, like none of this is being covered. No, uh, um, that's that's why like I really struggle like to engage. Uh, a lot of times, like uh, I could probably have banged way more pieces if I pitched the uh, freelance articles about like I don't know the other the other worlds or other wires. Oh mm-hmm. fuck, forgot that I I learned about a bunch. Uh, I don't know Disc Elysium <laughs> or the latest Call of Duty. Right, but, like sure. I try, I try to like keep on the small game, especially because like there's a uh, you know you're streaming Jack King Spooner games. Uh, uh, my friends at Rebind.io are doing like amazing work too, covering uh, small indie games. Rebind's and, like, fantastic. He, People should check he, that out if they haven't yeah. yet. Really good. Uh, like, uh, and you have like all these like micro outlets coming right now. Like you have like. Uh, no escape VG and uh, Deep Hell and Uppercut. There's like there's a demand for it, but we keep in this. Uh, it's basically like capitalist realism to go to <laughs> to, <laughs> to mix together with Kitakritu. Like they're basically saying there's no alternative. We can't say about this because there's no demand. But like you see, like Kitakritu is an example, like where talking about it actually made viable for the existent made the game's existence viable, like. Yeah, it's 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 a very Kentucky Route Zero sort of thing. Like for for all the that people say it's like magical realism, I think that's probably, and I mean this is me being maybe being a little pedantic, and then also just like pointing out that it's weird to say an American game is magical realist. Not to not to like go back on myself, <laughs> yeah, but like, but like um, in in critics' defense, like the tagline used to be that. I think. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah, like it, the. Oh, did it? Okay, like a magical... <laughs> I didn't know that yeah, that was the tagline. Uh, in, okay. uh, on Steam, it used to be like, yeah, a magical realism adventure about something. Like, I don't remember exactly, but... But, like, the one the one magical realist sort of, like, trope that I could see being very true in, the li- in like, the material life and also, like, the game life of Kentucky Route Zero is the idea of making something real by saying it enough. Like, the idea of, like, speech or the, the expression of something being as important to the material like you know uh apparition of something as as any other element and like yeah i mean like it just it's a it's a game that couldn't have lived unless people talked about it like unless people told other people to play it like it's it's uh i don't know like people should be like thrilled about that and and inspired to write more about games that people don't think yeah i mean uh even like Games with like relative big amount of cloud for indie games, uh, transgressive indie games, especially like Anodyne Two. Like, sure, mm-hmm, you covered it, mm-hmm. but like major outlets kind of didn't. And if they did, it would be like, oh, 3D Zelda with lo-fi graphics, blah. Like, 
They don't really, yeah. with respect, they deserve. Like, Anodyne 2 was the best game last year, according to me. Great game. Um, yeah. <laughs> like uh, No, I think, it's, I think it was fantastic. I mean, I, I didn't put it as my best game, but, like, I also was an Asteroid top 10 list, which is, thank God. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, uh, anyone wants me to write a top 10 list, I will. But also, it's, it's very stressful. Yeah, I, I, like, I know. I, I, I didn't do one either. Like, it's too hard. It's too, hard. <laughs> too much work, too. But it's an amazing game. Like it, it, it is. It's an important and like ambitious and 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 yeah. good game. And like it's, you know, I it, I was lucky enough to talk to the people who made it, and like that was fantastic. And like you're right, it fell off the map. Like people didn't really write about it a lot in the mainstream yeah. press. And it's like why? It's like it, this is this is so much more viable and so much more interesting than you know just like I don't know half the stuff you're writing about yeah. out of it- obligation. And uh, and like you could say, oh, this game is like no one knows it. But like uh, I'm in uh, Analogic Productions uh, Discord, and of course it's like it's not fifty thousand people, but it's active. There is there is demand. I doubt like a well written essay about Anodyne Two would perform worse than like oh here's a new The Witcher Three mod posts that yeah. are still being done, or like Brian Ashcraft doing his perv shit on Kotaku. Uh, <laughs> like, you know <laughs> but no i mean you're totally right and like i think like the the question of like what what is like if, if it's like a not a known game instead of assuming that's some sort of like uh uh ontological fact about the game asking like well, okay well, like why why isn't it well known like sure okay it's not a major press isn't putting it out but like it's not you know it's not activision putting this out or whatever but like at the same level, like we know about all sorts of games, and one of the reasons is because people talk about them. So why aren't people talking about this game? That's like that's interesting. Like people should be more interested in writing and reading about that. Um, yeah, I know we're just like we're we're spending the end of this episode just complaining about games journalism, but that's okay. Like, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're let's allowed. go back to Kentucky Route Zero, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think like uh, so like um, we should probably wrap up because we're at a we're at an hour and a half and people people start oh, to wow. get. It fr- I know. It fl- oh, it always flies. It we always were flies. supposed to go act by act. <laughs> I know we didn't, but ultimately, maybe maybe for the best. Um, uh, but yeah, so like, um, what? Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, like, do you have any sort of like final things on uh, um, Kentucky Route Zero that you don't think we covered at all? Let me see. I know that's asking a lot because like we've covered a lot, but yeah, I, I, uh, I think, um, I really enjoy how, how each, each, each act kind of has its like little teams. Like mm-hmm. I, I keep thinking about act four where like, it's all about, uh, memory and being forgotten. And like, then you have, then you have like that little episode with the telephone operator where like, you know, what does it look like to be a machine? Do you have a soul? Mm. Something like that. I'm trying to find something. I don't think I have. Something. That's a fan. No, no. I mean, that's a, I think you're right though. Like the, the last, that like that, that bit where you do talk to the telephone operator, the switchboard operator. And she's like, Oh yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm still here. I guess like the machine wasn't really good enough to, yeah. Like it wasn't efficient enough to to replace me, but like now I'm here in limbo. Like that alone, like I, I think like one of the things that's not talked about a lot in Kentucky Route Zero is the density of image. Where like yeah. that one image for like a lot of games would have gotten you like 
way more rope. Like you could you could have played with that forever, and that's just I'm, like a throwaway. Yeah, and and like they use form really well. Like there's a bunch of good camera work. There's like a lot mm-hmm. of uh, they experiment a lot of treating each scene like as a play set. So there's like certain aspects that only uh, they're only seen from certain angles. Uh, even the text, like. Uh, like not only you know the first examples like zero is always like has this weird filter on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you have like all these different perspectives, like from camera views, like you have second person uh, point of views at times. Uh, I really love on Act Four where you have like the Ezra and Kate conversation, and it's like uh, the two prompts going at the same time, and you have to make yeah. choices. It's like they do a lot of experimentation and. and um yeah like the imagery thing is really strong like i i man the the end of act three is like really strong at that too like the whole uh i mean okay i have one thing i love uh, the the skeleton uh you become a skeleton as uh, you get like captured by the logic of having to work your depth off like yes yeah that, that that's probably like one of the most effective images like when conway stops seeing his leg as it was his because now he has depth and like especially considering like uh, conway uh, didn't owe anything before so like it's uh, yeah never never in his life yeah I, i've never yeah. owned it owed anything yeah yeah and so it's like it's really it's really effective god damn yeah it's just good <laughs> yeah, I think, the, I think the conclusion we've come to is that the game is good. Yeah, hot take right there. Yeah, I did, did, come, come to no cartridge for only the hottest <laughs> possible takes. Um, well, uh, Vinicius, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming yeah, on. It was I really a blast. appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, and uh, and where can people find your work? I know so underscore V R M A C H A D O. Yeah, that's on Twitter. But wh- where else? Yeah, that's kind of it. Like, uh, I'm uh, I'm basically only a freelance critic for now. Like, I used to do stuff in the BR press, but I kind of quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go on my Twitter profile, you can find my muckrack, where, like, there's the two English readings pieces I have right now. Uh, like, there's one for RPS about this really cool uh, Brazilian game about immigration systems that use a custom... Uh, stovetop controller. It's a great article. It's like Thank I, you. I love. Really yeah, I loved reading that one. That was uh, a fascinating. Yeah, and another one which like it's it's my underrated one. Like if you want to really uh, give me a treat, like go read that one. It's the the one for the orbital about uh, everything is going to be okay and how he uses uh, operating systems to depict trauma and critique neoliberalism. This picture oh, wow. of mental health. Like if you like what I said here, probably you resonate with that. And I have okay. some stuff coming soon, so like follow me on Twitter. And I'm editing the podcast for Rebind now, uh, like we mentioned. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm adding for like I don't uh, participate since it's, uh, interviews. It's like this, <laughs> like this show. If you like this show, go t- check it out uh, on Rebind. <laughs> yeah, no, Rebind's Rebind's great. Yeah, Rebind.io. It's um, it's very very cool. Yeah, like it, uh. Like alternative games coverage, interviews, like if you like no cartridge, you like it. Like it's, it's okay. good stuff. Yeah. No, I think that's absolutely right. I should, um, I've started retweeting them a lot more because um, I noticed that we weren't, like I wasn't, <laughs> I thought I'd been following it and I realized I wasn't. And I was like, oh, jeez, oh, I've <laughs> missed happens. a lot. I've missed a lot of, yeah, it happens, happens all the time to me. 
yeah, but I'm gonna. I I really really like that work. You should definitely anyone listening to this, go check out Rebind. Um, all right, cool. So yeah, uh, yeah well, thanks for coming on again, and we'll, yeah, uh, we'll talk soon. Sure, yeah. that's great. Well, well, just like tell me tell me some indie games you hate, and I'll play those, and uh, and we'll see if I like <laughs> them, and then we can argue God. next time instead God, of agree. Okay, uh, you're gonna have a lot of homework. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.